150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Fifth Seal. I am your host, the Evangelical Norm. We are on episode 46. The Fifth Seal is the podcast where we bring awareness to the persecuted church around the world, counting down from number 50 to number one on the World Watch list. We do twice a month. We do countdown starting in January. Twice a month we do episodes counting down from 50 to 31. Then in November we count down every day. We do an episode every day counting down from 30 to number one the worst countries in the world for Christians to live based on the persecution that they endure in those areas. And this is just a, a podcast that we use where we can come together, pray, and um, and just be aware of what's happening to our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted for their faith in Jesus Christ. So with that, we'll go ahead and we'll jump right in to this first story from persecution.org. Two Christians killed in Al-Shabaab attack. International Christian Concern has learned that on Wednesday, March 11th, two Christians were killed and another was abducted when suspected Al-Shabaab militants attacked two vehicles on the road between Elwak and Mandera in northeastern Kenya. This region has become a common loca location for the terror group to conduct attacks in which they target non-local Christians. In the first incident, the Somali-based terror group ambushed a passenger bus near the Jabi Bar area, ordering all of the passengers to disembark before the militants began profiling them to identify non-Muslims. While speaking with ICC, a Mandera security officer confirmed, quote, the, attackles were, the attackers were looking for non-local passengers traveling from Nairobi in order to kill them. The current trend of terror activity in Mandera confirms that. They abducted the only Christian on the bus, the mechanic, and allowed the others to continue with their journey, unquote. While Kenyan forces pursue the attackers, the status of the abducted Christian remains unknown. During the second attack, which took place an hour later in the same location, two non-local medical transporters were killed and their truck was burned. They were ferrying pharmaceutical drugs to Mandera, traversing the violence-prone region near the poorest Kenya-Somali border. In a statement, the governor of Mandera said, quote, Later on the same spot, a truck carrying Kemza drugs was stopped. The driver and turn boy, who are both non-locals, were taken away. It was later reported that the lorry has been burnt down to ashes, unquote. The security officer confirmed to ICC that, that the, quote, two non-locals, the driver and his assistant, had been killed by shootings and their bodies were dumped on the roadside, unquote. 
This attack comes at a time when Kenya and Somalia are engaged in a border dispute after a war involving the Somali forces and the semi-autonomous region of Jubaland forces spilled over to Mandera. Christians are worried that unless security is heightened, they will continue to be targeted. A pastor in Mandera said, quote, Over the last two weeks, we have been living in fear because of the insecurity posed by the two forces from Somalia who are seen in town on military cars. We are not quite sure if they are forces or militants. We ask for prayers and protection over Christians in northeastern Kenya, unquote. Kenya has witnessed six terror attacks targeting vehicles in the last four months, leading to the deaths of 21 Christians. On December 6, 2019, 11 non-local individuals were killed when Al-Shabaab attacked a passenger bus in Wajir, and in total, 10 Christians have been killed in the region from dis different terror activities in 2020 alone. So, again, we, we, we've been talking a lot about Kenya, Nigeria, Al-Shabaab, Boko Haram, all these names start to kind of jumble together and get caught up into, you know, because it's happening so often. And with stuff like this, we tend to be numb. We tend to get uh, jaded to the fact of, that our brothers and sisters are being targeted because of their faith in Christ. What the attackers do is they pull them off the bus and ask them to recite the Shahada. Um, many of them, if they are com converts from Islam, know the Shahada. Can, could recite it if they needed to, but would consider that blasphemy against Christ to call out to you know, Allah, there is no God but Allah and Muhammad is his prophet, recognizing that it's false. So these, it's not simply a, a fact that they don't know. And so they're identified as Christians. It's the, the, the fact that they know the Shahada and refuse to recite it which costs them their life and they know they they stand with the knowledge that if they do not recite the shahada uh proclaiming allah as as god and muhammad as a prophet they're going to lose their lives most likely um so these are brothers and sisters who are refusing to even recite something that they consider blasphemy against God uh, to save their own lives. So let's be praying for our brothers and sisters in Kenya. And also, as we move into a story about India, also from persecution.org, Christian hospital in India attacked by extremists. A Christian hospital in India's Karnataka state was attacked by Hindu extremists after a hospital official was asked about a Bible by a Hindu patient. According to Christian leaders in India, the attack on the hospital is a sign of the growing intolerance faced by the country's Christians. On Monday, March 2nd, members of the RSS, a radical Hindu nationalist group, stormed Sanjo Hospital, located in the Mandya district of Karnataka. According to Asia New, the RSS members beat up a Simon George, a Christian public relations officer, and a hospital administrator before they accused the two of blasphemy. Both Christians were later arrested by local police. And mind you that, that these were... These men came in, attacked these two Christians, and then the Christians were arrested. According to Father Josekari Kaliyi, the Kaliyil, 
The attack stems from the hospitalization of an elderly Hindu man on Sunday, March 1st. Prior to being discharged, the man asked why there was a Bible in his room. Simon George replied that he could read it if he was interested. The next day after this exchange, the hospital and Simon George were attacked. According to Asian News, Simon, News, Simon George and the hospital administrator were denied bail by the local court following their arrest. Quote, there is nothing criminal or illegal about keeping a Bible in a hospital room, unquote, Sanja K. George, president of the Global Council of Indian Christians, told Asia News, quote, also, no Hindu deity has been offended, unquote. So, here, we get something similar to this without the violence in the states. We get so many atheists who are angry because of Bibles in hotel rooms and Bibles in hospital rooms and so on. Many hospitals have removed the Bibles out of their, their rooms, whereas hotels continue depending to, to put them in there. So, but here we see the extremes that this attitude can take. This was a Hindu man who was admitted to the hospital had just because there was a Bible in his room was angered and that caused these radical uh, or Hindu extremists to attack the hospital, attack this administrator, attack this man, Simon George, uh, simply because he invited a Hindu man to read the Bible. So be praying. This is, this is, an inc this is a situation that is increasingly happening also in India, as it says, more and more radical Hindu groups, extremist Hindu groups, um, are beginning to lash out against the Christians in those areas. So we'll be praying for them. And that brings us to our number 46 on the World Watch List this week, the Russian Federation. A little information about the Russian Federation. Uh, its region is Asia. Persecution type is dictatorial paranoia. Persecution level is high. The population of the, Ru the Russian Federation is 143,896,000. Of that, about 118 million are Christians. So the uh, majority is Christians, probably about 75%-ish. Uh, main religion is Christianity. The government is a semi-presidential federation. And the president, of course, Vladimir Putin, um, who we might have heard of once or twice in the last four years. Um, Christian groups face surveillance in, in the Russian Federation. In Muslim-dominated regions of Russia, Christians who have converted from Islam often bear the brunt of persecution at the hands of family, friends, and community members. In some areas where conservative Islam is dominant, believers must keep their faith secret for fear of being executed. Throughout the country, unregistered churches active in evangelism may face obstructions in the form of surveillance and interrogation by the local authorities. Much of the pressure on Christians in Russia comes from the government imposing restrictive legislation. Since the implementation of the anti-terrorist Yerevaya laws, sorry, the level of surveillance of all non-Orthodox Christian churches has increased as a result, Christian activity is often under state surveillance, and church services are sometimes raided by security forces. Christian converts to the ra in the radicalized Muslim regions of the Caucasus 
face immense pressure from family, friends, and local community to renounce their faith. Out of fear, converts often do not even attempt to go to church meetings. Some of them have before, some have been forced to flee or find refuge in safe houses. Some examples of persecution, at least 14 Christians were arrested, including four Christians who worked in a rehabilitation center for drug addicts and were sentenced to five to eight years of imprisonment. Five missionaries in Chechnya were detained several times, harassed, and later deported, and at least 10 churches were attacked and or forcibly closed in the region. So, some prayer points for the Russian Federation. Pray for guidance for Russian Christians so they may understand and comply with domestic laws, where doing so doesn't conflict with their faith while carrying out their evangelistic activities. Christian activity can be under state surveillance, and church services are sometimes raided by the security forces. Pray for the safety of church members when they are arrested and interrogated by the police. And a recent strain on relationships between Russia and the West has led to greater suspicion of Protestants who receive support from foreign organizations. Pray that such ties won't hinder the process of new Protestant churches receiving their official registration with the government. Let's pray. Father, again, we come before you and we thank you um, for this platform where we have a place where we can come together um, over great distances, Lord, and even over over time uh, and come together and join together in prayer for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted for their faith around the world. Lord, we want to lift up uh, the region of, of Kenya, Somalia, Nigeria, Lord, where, where these... Uh, Muslim groups are violently um, attacking, kidnapping, and, and killing Christians because of their faith in Christ. Lord, we pray that you would protect your people there and that you would use these situations um, to strengthen the faith of the Christians that are there and use that faith as Christians who are, are willing to still stand for their faith in you willing to refuse to recite the Shahada uh, because they find it offensive to you, Lord, that you would use that boldness to draw Muslims to yourself, that they would see that, that level of faith that you instill in your people, Lord, and that they would, that that would be something that would cause them to turn to you in repentance and faith. Lord, we lift up our brothers and sisters as well in India, where this is becoming a, a more and more uh, frequent situation where, where Christians are attacked, beaten, um, falsely accused and arrested because of their faith in you, Lord. And so we, we pray um, for the this hospital administrator and this other man, um, Mr. George, who were were beaten because of, of their faith in you. God, we pray that you would give them speedy recoveries, that you would heal their bodies, um, that you would strengthen their faith, and again, that you would use their witness to draw uh, people to yourself, to to save those who see the, the faith that they have in you, Lord. And we lift up our brothers and sisters in uh, the Russian Federation, Lord. Um, we pray for the Christians there that they can find that balance between obedience to your word and obedience to the laws that, that, that they have to endure um, in these totalitarian style governments, God. We pray that, uh, that, as, that they would know which laws that 
they can obey and that they know which laws violate your word and that they could stand in civil disobedience um, to continue to, to preach your gospel and, and reach out to those who need to hear your truth and need to repent and put their trust in you, Lord. And so we, we pray for wisdom for the evangelists and the, the preachers in that area. God, we, we pray for uh, the church members that they would be safe um, as their churches are surveilled, as their churches are raided. Lord, we pray for their safety. Um, we pray that, that they would um, just have wisdom and, and be safe as they are arrested, as they are interrogated, Lord. And we pray that, that in those interrogations that they would be bold and speak of their faith in you as well, God. And then we pray for... Um, that we pray for for churches that are starting up that that come in with missionaries from uh from the west lord and that that you would protect their ability to uh become registered and be able to actually plant these churches as they come in uh from other areas to to preach your gospel to uh, share the good news of, of salvation with those in those areas that need to hear it. So protect their ability to register, protect their um, their churches and the leaders as they come in and and begin to share the gospel in these areas. And ultimately, God, again, we pray that you would be glorified in the willingness of your people around the world to stand firm on your word and their testimony in the midst of persecution, um, violence, um, the threat of even their own lives, Lord, that they are willing to stand firm and not waver in their faith in you and not recant or renounce their faith, but stand firmly and boldly proclaim your gospel. And we pray that you would use those proclamations of faith to draw others to yourself, that we would see more and more Muslims and Hindus um, and atheists turning from, from false religions or no religions to faith in, in Christ and to receive the salvation that you've given to us, Lord. And so we, again, we thank you for that. I thank you for everybody who spent the time to watch this video and to join in, in prayer, God. And I pray that you would uh, add to those that number of people who just join us weekly, uh, monthly, daily, however often we, we make these videos, that you would add to that number of people who would just come and pray uh, and be willing to, to join their voices with the rest of us um, and uh, pray for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted because of their faith. And it's for your glory and in your name that we pray, Jesus. Amen. So again, thank you everybody um, for being part of this, for watching, for spending your time to uh, hear about things that are happening to our brothers and sisters around the world and to join your voices together as we pray for them. Um, and again, I just ask if you know people who are interested who would want to join in in prayer um, and being aware of what's happening with our brothers and sisters invite them invite them to join the fifth seal uh, group page on Facebook or you can send them over to the evangelical norm on YouTube where these videos will be or you can find the fifth seal uh, podcast in audio form on Google Play iTunes Spotify wherever you get your podcasts uh, you can find us there so again thank you so much and as always, 
Preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They are necessary. And until next week, Soli Deo Gloria. Mm-hmm.